Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, aka Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki master teacher and Akashic Records reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a 5-1 emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. Signs, signs everywhere, signs blocking out the scenery, breaking my mind. Do this, don't do that, can't you read the sign? I know I say this every literal single week. But I really, really didn't plan to sing today. And then every time, right before I start to record, a song pops into my head. And I take that as a sign that I have to share it with you because maybe this song means something to you. I don't, I don't know. And it's funny. I do, not, I do not sing in my regular life. I don't sing in the shower. I don't think I ever sing. I guess I should ask my family, but I don't think that I sing ever. And I mean, I don't have a good singing voice. Although I did when I was in grade two, I was chosen to do a solo to sing a solo of Rubber Ducky. Rubber Ducky, you're the one. Okay, I'm not going to get into it. But um, and my at the spring fling and my grade two class was like singing behind me. And I don't know why they would have chosen me. But anyway, they chose me and it was recorded. We had it on VHS. And then when my brother was in junior high or high school, he, I think it was high school, he taped over it with Rap City. If you remember back in the day, this was on Much Music, I think, but he literally <laughs> taped over my solo, my, my one time in the singing spotlight, singing Rubber Ducky. I always imagine giving that tape, sharing that VHS with my children, um, <laughs> but he like a family story that we've laughed about a lot that he taped over it's like I feel like it starts and then it just cuts right into like Wu-Tang Clan or something like that but I digress as always um so welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Heal Here podcast I am Kate Flick I guess that's already in the introduction you probably know that by now so I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about today and I had a few different, I feel like more than a few. I have lots of different topics I want to cover on this podcast, but I don't really know where to begin and what I should kind of dive into first. But I received a DM last night about angel numbers. And, you know, I was just thinking about that and thinking about the impact that angel numbers have had on my life and kind of what they have signified for me. And then I was like, you know what, I need to, I had planned on doing a podcast on it, but I was like, this is a sign. So I need to do this episode now. Maybe it's going to be helpful for people or it's going to resonate with you hopefully now. So here we go. An episode on angel numbers. So for me, I was never really familiar with angel numbers until after my cancer diagnosis, more so after I I started receiving signs, and that's a whole other episode on, on dimes and feathers. This one's specifically going to be about angel numbers, but I did start receiving other types of signs through uh, dimes specifically right after my cancer diagnosis. But for me, it was when I was recovering, not recovering, but in that 
though that year after is when I started really noticing these angel numbers showing up and I'd never noticed anything. I've never had any um, experiences with numbers before. I'm not a numbers person, actually. Definitely not a math person. <laughs> so numbers are just not, have never really been significant to me or important. I should say, like, I've always loved six sixes, <laughs> six six, particularly because I was born in the sixth month and the sixth day. So I've always had a thing for sixes. And I think a lot of athletes do have a connection to the number on their jersey. And it does oftentimes represent something of importance to them, some type of connection to this number. And a lot of players actually really identify themselves with this number. And I guess maybe I maybe I do have more of a connection with numbers than I ever thought because I was six. Six was important to me for a jersey number. And then when I got to UPEI, there was a more senior player who had the jersey number six. And so I just doubled it and became 12. But Anyhow, maybe numbers have been more significant in my life than I ever really thought, but I would never be what anyone would call a numbers person, that is for sure. So after I went back to work, after my cancer surgery, and I was, you know, back to normal life, but really things weren't normal for me, that's when I was really experiencing a lot of anxiety, if anyone is you know, had a cancer diagnosis, and then you're lucky enough to be cancer free, you think, oh, it's over. That's great. Like I can go on with my life. But a lot of people don't realize there's a lot of anxiety, even after you get the news that you're cancer free. And there's still tons of doctor's appointments and follow ups. And it's kind of always in the back of your head. And, it, and it's stressful. Anyhow, so I remember being back at school, it was the following school year. So I had my surgery in February, and so it was that following September. I'm just picturing the classroom that I was in that year because oftentimes my classroom would change. And I just remember starting to see the number 34, especially like on the clock. Like it doesn't matter what time, you know, 934, 834, 10:34. Like I just specifically the 34 was jumping out to me. And so I just started to notice and then I started to make mention of it to my students. And at that time, my spirituality was kind of starting to open up, I guess you could say. I started to get very much into mindfulness and meditation and, you know, learning about the universe and how it operates and, you know, that whole notion, the universe has your back and kind of believing, starting to believe for the first time in my life that there was a higher power. I was raised in a religious household and I did believe for a period of time and then I really stopped believing in anything for a period of time and was kind of feeling lost and I just didn't believe in anything. And then I feel like after my whole cancer journey, I started to receive these signs like through, you know, even I told you on that previous episode that I felt like, you know, I was getting that divine inf intervention when I was at a friend's funeral. And then I went to book the doctor's appointment and then I started getting these dimes. And that's a whole other episode. But I started to feel supported and realizing, OK, there's something else at play here. Something else is going on. Um, it's not just me here 
going about my everyday life and trying to, you know, struggling without support, there is support around me and support available. And I started to see evidence of that. So that's when, again, my spirituality was starting to open up and I started to see these numbers. And I don't know if I Googled something about the numbers, but I, I did feel like that it was, I was being reached out to and I was thinking that it was my friend who had passed away, Belinda, that she was, you know, giving me a sign when she was showing me these 34s and telling me that it was okay. I didn't need to feel anxious anymore. And so I started to say, like, every time I saw a 34 in the clock, I would say, thank you, universe. And then my students would just kind of laugh at me, what have you. Anyway, this went on, this actually went on so much. And they even were kind of amazed by the 34s that just turned up everywhere. And especially on the clock to the point where this, I think it was that year, that class. No, maybe it was the next year after that. This continued for a while that my students got me. I always was a teacher with a cart um, pushing. I know there's a couple of former students who have been listening to this because they've reached out to me. But uh, so if you, if you're listening and I taught you, you will remember my cart. And I was the crazy cart lady for a period of time, like I shouldn't say a period of time, for many years, running the hallways because I never had my own classroom with this cart that I was pushing with all my stuff on it. And it's funny, now I'm having another memory. When I went off work for my cancer surgery, I was off week off work. I was off work for six weeks. And when I came back, they had like, you know, the show like Pimp My Ride? Well, they pimped my cart. And I had like the vice principal had taken my cart and I had there was like helium balloons on it. They installed uh, they they installed like the streamers like on you see those on the handlebars of bikes sometimes like the streamers. So these like I think it was like Barbie like pink somehow attached it to the I don't know the 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 part of the cart that I push on the on each end were streamers like handlebar streamer things and then uh bike bell you know like the bell that's on a kid's bike that was barbie or maybe it was princess i can't remember it's still on there i should go check <laughs> i've my cart hopefully it was stored away in like a tpc hopefully it's still there but everybody knows it's my cart i mean it's pretty unmistakable <laughs> that it's my cart so it had like a bell on it and then as well Sorry, I'm just having a memory of that. And then I'm picturing now this huge sparkly 34. So my students bought me these sparkly decal like numbers. And so there's a big sparkly 34 on my cart. So it was well known that um, about my 34s that I was going to be seeing 34 everywhere. So that's when I started to just notice angel numbers. And, you know, I've a lot of people associate angel numbers with repeating numbers, progressive numbers, like number sequences, which which definitely are angel numbers. But for me, it didn't show up that way at first. It was just 34, this number that I just kept seeing all the time. And during this episode, we're going to get into, you know, possible meanings for angel numbers, what these angel numbers are, what they're trying to tell you. But I do have a book by Kyle Gray called angel numbers. And in this book, if you are very interested in angel numbers, I can link it in the show notes. He, the whole book has every number, you know, from, was it zero maybe, or one to 999 and just the specific meaning for each, each number. And if I look up 34, 
Um, it says you are being connected to universal masters for inspiration and insights that will guide you on your journey. Trust in your feelings. And you know what? That actually makes sense to me because for me, 34, that was the real kind of concrete start. It wasn't the beginning of my spiritual awakening. It was starting to happen before that, but it was almost like me, you know, that was definitely that with the dimes were me seeing almost evidence in the world of like that I was being supported and it really started to open up my mind to the possibilities of you know how the world works and giving me a different perspective on how you know what is life and what is our purpose here and just seeing the world through a new lens so when I read that it it does resonate with me because I was feel like I really was being supported at that time and being guided on my path so 34 was my first angel number that I am aware of that I really started to see repeatedly or repetitively. And then from there, you know, moving forward, I was seeing lots of different number patterns and sequences and, you know, always seeing 1111. And my student, I'd always acknowledge it as well. And I feel like when you acknowledge it and you show gratitude, and that's why I'd say, thank you, universe. I feel like you are opening the doors to receive more of this type of support and this type of guidance. Okay, so before we get into angel numbers, I just want to talk a little bit about angels in general. And one of the first courses I believe I took, spiritual courses I ever took, was Kyle Gray's uh, Certified Angel Guide course. And I took that, oh gosh... I don't remember. Don't get me doing dates here because we all know that I forget every time. But it was one of the first, I think it was leading up to the pandemic. So probably in 2019. So in his course, we learned all about the different angels, the different types of angels, how to communicate with the angels, the different purposes of, of angels. And one thing we learned is that every spiritual tradition and religion, that there are forces of light and love that take on these different forms. And these these forces of love and light have been reported throughout the ages and many people believe in them. And, and many people over the years have reported to have had encounters with these types of angelic beings. In Japanese Shintoism, these beings of grace and compassion were known as kami, and they were said to move through the air as if they had wings and to be forces of nature that you could call upon if you were in need. Aboriginal tribes have painted these beings on the walls of caves, depicting them as having like really big eyes and almost like a light of halo, like a halo of light around their heads. I also found it interesting because Kyle Gray talks about uh, in the Hebrew Bible that there was a prophet named Ezekiel and he had a vision of an angelic being with the faces of a child, a bull and a lion and an eagle. And he said that such beings were later described as sphere spheres of fire, like what we might call orbs today. And they call them the burning ones. And Kyle kind of figures that this they may have called them the burning ones and equated what they were seeing to fire because they didn't have electric light at that time and so a common way to show light or to depict light was through fire so that's kind of cool and interesting now if you fast forward to our current day you will 
notice that more and more people are receiving signs, like signs from above, the other side, from their angels. Some people don't know where these signs are coming from, but they're experiencing these synchronicities. And maybe they once believed them to be coincidence, but when something is repeated over and over again, it goes beyond the likelihood of coincidence and and becomes synchronicity. And that is what was happening to me in the classroom when I started seeing these numbers, especially 34. And they, they were then started to show up outside of the classroom in my everyday life at certain times. And I re- realized I was receiving confirmations. I was receiving support and guidance. And that is so beyond comforting. I get a lot of DMs about angel numbers and signs and what do they mean. And I, well, they can mean a lot of things and we will talk about that today, but I'm noticing more and more people receiving these signs. And that is just representative of what our collective is going through right now. We're going through a massive energetic shift. We're going through a massive paradigm shift and people are becoming more consciously aware and they're waking up and beginning to see the world through a new lens, through new eyes, from a new perspective. And that's exactly what happened to me. I, the way I see the world today, as opposed to, say, 10 years ago or even like six or seven years ago, it's night and day. I see the world so differently now. It's unbelievable. And one of the first things that started for me was the noticing of these angel numbers. Okay, so back to talking about angels. So angels are always with us. And there are so many different types of angels, but we all have a guardian angel. And this guardian angel has been with us from the time we are born until the time that we transition. Okay, this guardian angel is always by our side. I know Kyle Gray believes that all of us have at least two angels by our side at all times. I had a reading, and I know it varies from person to person. I had a reading before with Beth Carlton. She's an amazing angel. I don't know what you would call her. She just has amazing connection with angels. And she saw that I had five angels around me. Um, And she said it can vary. She said for her, she said usually it could be two to five usually, but everyone has at least two angels with them at all times. And your guardian angel, for instance, looks at you with the eyes of unconditional love. Like this angel, as I said, is by your side. This angel's been with you in every lifetime that you've incarnated. They have no judgment of you. They look at you with the look of love, like in awe and see your divine potential. And this angel is just Think of it as being being your number one hype person, okay? They want the best for you. And maybe we should talk about at this point is how angels operate, how they support and assist you. So first and foremost, it's important to acknowledge that angels, your angels respect free will, okay? They are not going to intervene and change the course of your life if you are not asking for the help, okay, and guidance. There are circumstances that they will, like a guardian angel will intervene if it is a moment 
that could change the course of your life or prevent you from completing your purpose or mission in this incarnation. So for example, you have heard of people getting in this, uh, you know, terrible car wreck and they people don't understand how they walked out of it alive. And people have claimed to have had these experiences where they felt that they were being like people have reported seeing angels being helped in some way. And at these moments, if you are in a situation that truly interferes with your purpose and mission in this incarnation, then your angel, your guardian angel may step in to ensure that you live so you can complete your mission in this incarnation. But generally speaking, angels do respect free will. Okay. They, they need you to ask for help. And that's why it's so important for people to talk to their angels every day. And one of the things that I do every day is I say a little prayer. I say a little prayer for you. Oh gosh. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Is that my best friend's wedding? I do not even watch movies as an aside. I hate movies, but then I get these movie references coming through of the handful of movies You know, I used to watch movies more when I was a kid, probably, because that's what other people were doing. So I did it with them or if I was going on dates. But I'm the person who falls asleep in a movie theater. Like, I am not a good movie person. I feel bad for my husband. Okay, sorry. Back on track. Back back to the angels. Wait, why was I even talking about say a little prayer for you? Oh, my God. Okay, I literally had to pause this and go back and listen because I really forgot why, like, how I even got on this track. Hashtag neurodivergence. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Okay, it was because of the angel prayer. So I say an angel prayer every day that I learned uh, when I trained with Kyle Gray or took his course. And it's called, I don't even know if there's a name for it, but this is how it goes. Thank you, angels, for reminding me of your presence. Thank you, angels, for revealing to me what I need to know. It feels so good to know you are here. And so I say this prayer. I used to always say this prayer when I was driving into work every day. And it was my, it's like a habit stacking. I know I have to drive into work every day. And it became an unconscious habit because when I turn on my car, I wasn't allowed, I wouldn't allow myself on the way in um, to work to listen to a podcast or music. That was my time to talk to my angels. And I would always start with that prayer and then just really get down to the, get get down to business. Let's get down. Let's get down to business. <laughs> okay. Why, why am I doing this? Um, but I would get down to business with my angels. Um, and I would just specifically talk about the areas of my life that I wanted guidance or I needed guidance in or help or support. But that prayer, thank you, angels, for reminding me of your presence. You're opening the doors for your angels. You know, you're thanking them in advance. And that's what I liked. He was all about affirmative prayer. Like, thank, thank in advance. Act as if. Like, act as if this has already happened. Okay? Because it it, it will. Okay? You need to embody that. So, thank you, angels, for reminding me of your presence. That's thanking the angels in advance for the signs that they're going to be giving you. The signs of support and confirmation. Thank you, angels, for um, revealing to me what I need to know. Okay, so you're putting it out there that you want to know. You you want to be shown the guidance that you need to know for your highest good on your path moving forward. Um, thank you, angels, for reminding me of your presence. Thank you, angels, for revealing to me what I need to know. It feels so good to know you are here. And it that's just an act of gratitude 
Thank you. I'm so grateful to feel your presence. It feels so good. And it's all about this can be applied to manifestation as well. It's getting in tune and in touch with the emotions you feel. Okay. And and that's so important is to embody those emotions. And it's like, oh yeah, it feels so good when I'm supported by the universe, supported by my angels, and I'm receiving guidance and and signs um, from above. And some people might ask why you might communicate with angels instead of communicating with God. And I should use a disclaimer here on the word God, trigger warning. Um, the word God did trigger me. And I know maybe some people are listening to this podcast who are religious and some are spiritual. And if you're religious, everyone is welcome here. Um, my personal experience, I had some religious trauma and just from my upbringing, that caused me not to believe in anything. And I was really triggered by the word God. But now when I see God in any spiritual text that I'm reading, I understand that, you know, that that word is synonymous with the universe, with creator, with, you know, universal intelligence, source, spirit. So you can use any word that feels good to you. And so you know, Reiki actually really helps to heal. If you are somebody who is suffering from any type of religious trauma, Reiki is wonderful for helping to heal that. That really helped me. So I'm not triggered by the word God anymore. And some people aren't triggered at all and never have been. And that's great as well. But I will say that I was triggered by the word God. Um, but so some people would wonder why do you speak to angels and not to God? And I mean, you can to both, but I don't see angels and God or the universe as being separate. I believe Kyle Gray used to say that angels are the thoughts of God. Okay. And so, you know, they're they're one with God and and by working with them and connecting with their energy, it's just bringing us closer to God or source or spirit or the universe. To me, God is universal. Okay. And it's like source is a it's a universal energy that is found in everything and within you okay and and god or source or spirit is love and so when you are connecting with angels you are connecting with this source of love i love a quote that kyle gray says he says that angel are angels are as loud as our willingness to listen and i think that that is so true and so beautiful and when we pray for guidance, our angels are going to give us the answers, okay? They are going to support us, but it's our willingness to listen. And that's about reflecting, like, are there spaces in my life? Have I created space to listen? Am I on autopilot all the time? Am I consciously aware of what's going on in my life? If you are running from activity to activity, constantly having a TV on at all times or music in your ears, just not allowing for any alone time, any reflection, any solitude, any quiet, then it's going to be very difficult for you to hear the guidance that is coming to you, to hear to hear the messages, to to even recognize or see like the messages or angel numbers like we're talking about today. If you are so, so busy, it's going to be extremely difficult for you to feel that support. For me personally, Angel numbers were a part, a very important part of my spiritual awakening. And angel numbers are the language of the angels. And that's, you know, obviously a lot of times angels are not going to be communicating 
to you directly with full on sentences. And I mean, as you open up your intuitive gifts, some people are able to have that direct communication. But angel numbers are an accessible way for the angels to communicate with everyone, regardless of where you are on the spiritual path. And a lot of times it's the entryway into more specific communication with your guides is you start. And that's how it was for me. I started seeing the numbers. Okay. Now I'm, I'm able to have very specific guidance channeling to me. Um, and, and I can receive that guidance, but that wasn't always the case. It had I had to start somewhere, and that was just the beginning for me. It was like opening up my awareness and making me become more consciously aware. Because if you think about it, you know, when you notice an angel number, it's kind of makes you stop in your tracks. Okay. If you if you notice it, that means you became consciously aware. Okay. Before you started noticing angel numbers. They were still happening. Your angels were trying to get through to you. They were showing you signs, but perhaps you were stuck under so many layers of conditioning. You were just on autopilot and not in the moment as well because you have to cultivate some mindfulness. There has to be some more conscious awareness for you to begin to start noticing these signs and these forms of communication from your angels. And when I reflect now, I'm realizing that angel numbers helped me to become more consciously aware. Okay, they brought me out of autopilot and into the present moment. And the present moment is where your power is. You've heard before, like now is where your power is. It's the only thing we can truly control, have any control over is the present moment. But oftentimes we find ourselves projecting into the future, worrying about the future, ruminating about the past. And I, f I feel like it's, I, f I don't know the statistic, it's a really small percentage of our days are spent in the present moment. And when you think about it, it's crazy. It's like, wh why are we even, you know, we're living our days thinking about, oh, I can't wait to get to the future. I can't wait till this trip I'm going on or this or that. I can't wait till this week is over. But then when we get to the place that we've been wishing for, Again, we're, we're wishing for something else. It's like we're not in the present moment a lot of the time. So the things we're even, you know, wishing for in the future, we're not fully in, enjoying them when we get them because we're still wishing for the next thing or looking into the future. So for me, angel numbers started to, they almost stopped me in my tracks. Like, whoa, hey, what's going on here? Why do I keep seeing 34? And it would stop me and just make me more consciously aware of what was going on in that moment. So if you are someone who's newly starting to see angel numbers, give yourself a pat on the back. That's a good sign. That is a sign that you are becoming more consciously aware, okay? Your team, your angels have been sending you signs all along. You just haven't seen them. You just haven't noticed them, okay? They, this isn't something new. They've always been trying to communicate with you. The support has always been there. It's just you have changed. You are becoming more consciously aware. So that's a really, really good sign. Starting to see angel numbers can also mark a significant shift that's going to be happening in your life or that is already occurring in your life, okay? It can signify change for you and your angels want you to become more aware as you're moving forward on your path. And for some people, starting to see angel numbers is the start of your intuitive gifts opening up. And that was the case for me. That's how it started for me. 
Okay. And as I said, it's progressed. And, you know, we all have intuitive gifts. Every single person has gifts. I believe everyone has the ability to be psychic or medium and communicate. Like, I don't think it's reserved for special people. I just think that some people have more natural gifts in that department or in that area. For example, most people growing up learn how to ride a bike. They can ride a bike. Okay. And that's a skill that most people learn when they're a child. There are people that go on to be, you know, professional bike Like there's different types of bike riders. You could be doing stunt biking. I don't even know if that's the correct term or be doing the type of biking, you know, Lance Armstrong. What type of what is that even called? <laughs> Road biking? I don't know. But there's obviously various levels of skill. But a lot of the po- a very high percentage of the population can ride a bike. Okay. So I feel like it's the same with intuitive gifts and abilities. It's like this is an ability that we all have within us. And yes, some people are born and they have more natural abilities in that area. Like some of these bike riders, just like whatever their genetic makeup is and how their bodies are and how they their VO2 max. I don't know. Just wanted to throw VO2 max in there. But they they're their composition allows them to excel in this area. And some people are you know, born into families that are big into bike riding. Okay. And so they've, because they're in that family, they're naturally, probably their skills are going to improve because they grow up doing it. Okay. And some people ride a bike later in life. Like it depends on, you know, your, your environment that you grow up in and maybe, maybe your genetics as well. The same with psychic and intuitive development. I believe that it's an ability that we can all develop. And yes, there are some people who are more gifted than others, okay, for different reasons. Maybe you grew up in a very spiritual household and you were you started developing at a young age, even though it wasn't maybe formal training, but you were exposed to different things from a young age and you are naturally more intuitive. But I believe everyone has that ability within them and it can be developed. And for me that starting to see the angel numbers was the beginning of my spiritual development and just becoming more consciously aware of my life and being brought out of autopilot for a moment to be like, oh, wait, why did this just, okay, this is weird. This is crazy. Is this a coincidence? And then again, it happened so often it went beyond being a coincidence. And I was like, this is some divinely orchestrated shit y'all can I even swear on this sorry I might put explicit on this after my bad anyhow I started seeing these coincidences as synchronicities instead and for me synchronicities are things that feel like coincidence but they're these incidents that have such spiritual significance that they almost stop us in our tracks and they make us you know consider that there must be uh, more divine intelligence orchestrating things like that that things aren't happening by chance that things are part of this intricate I don't know web or system that is kind of happening unbeknownst to us and when we experience a synchronicity that's a reminder that nothing is happening by chance well that's how it feels to me anyhow so back to angel numbers um, some would also say that angel numbers are meant to really prompt us to take certain actions and to move us forward on our path. And that when we see them, 
that these, you know, angel numbers are helping to confirm something for us or, you know, point us in the right direction so that we are able to fulfill our life's purpose. So they're helping guide us along this path that we're on. And that's why it's really important when you do notice an angel number is for you to stop, okay? And just become very aware of what you are doing in the moment, what you are thinking, and become aware of your surroundings because that is where the guidance comes through. And as I said, these angel numbers can be seen as the language of angels, especially when you are beginning on your spiritual path, okay? And so you need to piece together the puzzle. You need to find the meaning. It's not going to be blatantly obvious to you always. You need to do a little research or dig a little deeper and stop what you're doing. And and that's where it takes conscious awareness, okay? You stopping and becoming aware of your thoughts, becoming aware of what's going on in your life, what are you thinking about in this moment, and what you're doing in the moment, okay? You might be about to drive to a, I don't know, an important job interview, and you start seeing these angel numbers and that might be a sign of support to you like it's going to be okay everything's going to be okay or perhaps you have a really important decision to make a major life decision maybe you're thinking of leaving your job and taking a new job and then you start seeing angel numbers everywhere okay so this is a sign and it's pushing you to become more consciously aware but also these angel numbers are you know the timing of them how and when they're showing up are giving you more insight into your situation if you are willing to be open to the guidance. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about the meaning of of certain sequences of angel numbers. And again, you can Google a lot of different angel numbers and there will be information that pops up. And you can do that. As I said, Kyle Gray has an angel numbers book. But for me, I find... I sometimes go by those things and I just kind of lead, like follow my intuition. I have a general meaning for these angel numbers for myself. And I like to believe that our angels, you know, there there can be general meanings across the board, but I do believe that our angels like to develop their own unique language with us. So I have particular meanings for different angel numbers that might not be the same as other people. So you can take today as a general guide, but I do urge you to take notice of the angel numbers you get when you get them. And and if you're journaling about this, you may start to see patterns and different shifts and so that you can start to create your own unique kind of language and communication with your angels and see, oh, I always see this number when, you know, I've started to see this number right before things in my life really shift or change, okay? Or I always see this number when I'm feeling really scared in my life and I need support. So you can start to create meaning for certain angel numbers and sequences and see how they show up in your life. Today, I'm going to go through some common sequences. And this is what I've learned from, you know, reading uh, through Kyle Gray's trainings and reading his book, I'll share some of that today, and I'll also share my own personal meanings for some of the angel numbers. So Kyle Gray would say that double and triple numbers, so for instance, 4-4 or 4-4-4, are angels 
shouting at you. Okay, they are trying to get your attention in all caps. And these sequences also reveal your current energetic vibration and how your journey is unfolding. So seeing these numbers in doubles and triples, it's like your angels are using all caps, as I said, exclamation points. And then depending on what numbers they are, and the meanings behind those numbers, that's, that's the guidance that they are trying to give you. So if you see mirror numbers, and I don't think that as many people would even notice mirror numbers, so that would be like 12, 21. So it's the numbers almost reflected back as if there's a mirror between the two numbers. Like if this was on a clock, like 12, 21, that's called mirror numbers. So if you notice that you're always seeing 12, 21 or a different mirror number, it's usually a call for you to reflect, get it with the mirror, reflect, that's how you can remember, on your current circumstances. And this reflection will be necessary for you to move forward and be more aligned on your path. If you tend to see progressing numbers, so for instance, one, two, three, four, or you know, one, two, three, and again, you could see it on a license plate or on a digital clock or something like that. These numbers that are moving up in, in a chronological sequence, is show, they're showing you that your angels are acknowledging that you too are rising up, like you are moving forward on your path and that, you know, the path that you're on is the right one for you to continue to raise your vibration and open up your conscious awareness. So when we are talking about the different numbers all the different numbers have different, like they hold a different vibration, they hold a different meaning. And again, as I said, you can look this up, You're, you will find different meanings. There are some that are generally accepted by most. This is what I will tell you what I feel like these numbers mean to me. And again, you may notice that some of it resonates with you or some you feel like it means something a little different for you. And that is totally more than okay. You should go with that. Go with what your guidance is telling you. So ones tend to mean like connection to the universe, God and source, like we are all one, okay, unity consciousness, also showing that you may be awakening. A lot of people start to see ones like 1111 is a common one for people to start to see whenever they are going through a spiritual awakening or starting to open up their their consciousness. It, it also means you could be moving forward on your path when you're seeing a lot of ones. Um, twos tend to tell us that we are where we need to be. If you're seeing a lot of repeating twos, it's like, okay, yes, this is a confirmation. You're where you're supposed to be right now. When I see threes, I think of the Ascended Master Jesus, okay, and, you know, the Trinity and, you know, mind, body, spirit. And, you know, Jesus is said to have passed away at the age of 33. And so when I see 33 or 333, I feel like there's some Christ consciousness energy surrounding me, that Master Jesus is close by. That's that's how I perceive the number three. Um, fours tend to signify protection. So it's always wonderful for you to see, you know, four, 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 or I'd see 44 a lot, just like double, like 44. And that's a sign from your angels that you are being protected. Okay. And if you're feeling unsafe, you're feeling anxious, it's a wonderful sign to see those fours. When I see fives, for me, I know that change is coming. I actually don't love seeing fives 
fives because I'm like, oh, great. Seriously, more fives. Come on. (laughs) Because for me, fives kind of signify death and rebirth and not physical death, but that there is going to be endings, but also new beginnings. And it's the same type of thing when I see like a dead animal on the road. I'm like, oh, hell no, (laughs) please no. (laughs) Because I know that uh, I'm going to be, I feel like, here we go. (laughs) We're going to have a little bit of a tower moment or we're going to, something's going to be ending here. But I always have to remind myself, I need to kind of reprogram my thinking here thinking it's negative because it's what like change is inevitable we need change for growth and things need to die for new things to be born so you know it's your mindset and your perspective really affects <laughs> affects your perception of these signs as well so i myself need to work on when i see a 5 that i don't cringe <laughs> So for sixes, they tend to be around self-reflection and that you may need to kind of consider things from a new perspective or shift your focus in some way. That's not a number that I see very often. Um, Sevens, I don't see a lot either. Well, I've gone through periods. I haven't seen a lot of those lately. I see a lot of fours, a lot of threes, a lot of ones, Eh, quite a few twos. Um, But sevens tend to, for me signify magic and manifestation so I need to get I'm calling on the angels I need to see some more sevens I want to calling in more magic and manifestation into my life (laughs) eights are particularly associated with abundance so if you're seeing some eights that's a great sign that you know money money is coming to you and that you need but you need to be open to receive that money and just be aware of, of you know it might even be a nod that to become aware of your thoughts are you in a scarcity mindset like reminding you that abundance is available to you even if you're not seeing evidence of it in your life right now nines i rarely see nines but for a lot of people they tend to signify the end of a cycle like a cycle is ending okay and that means a new cycle will be beginning i love to see zeros Uh, They mean new beginnings um, and fresh starts. That's what they, for me, is what they signify. So, and I find it's kind of rare. For me, I don't see a lot of zeros, but when I see zeros all together, I just feel like that's a really cool sign. Actually, I just realized I do see there's a license plate in Charlottetown. If you go to Lay Thai, the Thai, the Thai food place, the owners have, it's like nines across the board on their license plate i think there's like four or five nines straight across the board so that's the only time i see nines but and i don't always see that car but it's always maybe it's not the owners it's always parked around there so i i it could be somebody else who works in that area but i like to see those nines on that license plate Okay, so before we go, I just want to look at Kyle Gray's Angel Numbers book and maybe read aloud a few of the common numbers you might be seeing and the meaning behind them. So we'll start with uh, 111, and this is the time. So he actually has different different messages for digital clock numbers as opposed to just seeing like three ones on a license plate or in a book or on a receipt or something like that. So he has kind of different ones for if if you see them specifically on a clock. So if you see 111 on your phone or on a clock, 
it means your thoughts and intentions are magnified at this time. Focus on what you love, not what you fear. And I feel like that is just a good reminder that if you see that, just to be very clear on what you want in your life. And and it's a good reminder that we are co-creating our lives and our thoughts have power. Our thoughts have an energetic charge. And if you, you know, you think about like the law of attraction and, you know, like attracts like. So we want to be sure that we are focusing our thoughts on what we want in our lives and not what we don't want in our lives. So if you happen to see 444 on the clock, that means your angel, sorry, your guardian angels want you to know that they're with you. Your prayers are being heard loud and clear. Have faith. If you tend to see 555 on the clock, that means all of your efforts are now paying off. Know that the universe and your angels are supporting you in creating and living an abundant life. I love that. If you're someone who sees 1111 on the clock often, that means you are one with God, angels, and ascended masters. Align your thoughts with the highest goodness and truth in order to bring love into the world. So now I'm just going to pick out a few from the book that aren't digital clock numbers. They're just repeating numbers like 666. If you see 666, it means halt, stop, no, do not make any sudden decisions. Your ego has taken control and is leading the way to heartache and fear. You, but you can recover your power. Call in the light of God, the light of the universe. So that's for 666. If you see 44, I, I used to and continue to see a lot of 44s places. That means your guardian angels wrapping you in a cloak of loving protection. You are safe. So just make notice if you're seeing 44s, your angels are trying to let you know that all is well. You are safe and protected. So that's a nice one to see for sure. If you happen to see 444, that means you are surrounded by 100,000 angels. Miracles are happening before your eyes. And that's a number I'm seeing a lot lately. And we love to see it. <laughs> we love to see it. We love to imagine, or I do anyway, 100,000 angels surrounding me. Um, Yes, more please. Thank you, universe. <laughs> so if you see 444, that is a very, very good sign. And I also should note that you, as, as I said before, your angels are communicating with you through these numbers and you may have your own unique, you know, communication through these numbers. They can may, mean specific things for you personally. And, and that's part of your path for you to figure out and make the connections. And I know Ashley Himalayan, who my Akashic Records teacher, talks about numbers and how they've provided so much guidance to her in her life and it's just her being consciously aware and noticing and she I believe most recently she sees 323 which is for her she's figured out March 23rd and I guess it lines up with some things in her astrological chart as well but like she's had so many instances and I'm terrible not remembering exactly but like with numbers representing dates and things have always kind of monumental things in her life have happened on these dates and just really interesting synchronicities around these numbers. So just be aware that these numbers could be representing something as well. And like, for instance, my dad, his birthday is August 11th. And my mom, who passed away in April, she shared a birthday with my dad. So her birthday as well is was August 11th. And so now my dad keeps seeing 
eight, eleven, everywhere. And he he feels like that, you know, is a sign coming through around, you know, it's his birthday and mom's birthday. So he sees that as a sign and he's seeing eight, eleven everywhere. So it's just becoming consciously aware, taking the time to reflect, meditate, journal, and being open to receive the guidance. Because if you ask, you shall receive. <laughs> I do believe that. And you just need to be open to receive that guidance and have that space in your life where you can hear the guidance. And that means there needs to be silence. There needs to be an opportunity for you to connect with what is coming through, connect with these messages and to be consciously aware. If you're keeping your mind busy at all times, if you are kind of running around like a chicken with your head cut off, if you're so stuck in autopilot, you're probably missing a lot of these signs. And so that's why incorporating mindfulness. And right now I'm kind of having a realization is that's probably why I started to see the signs is because I started a meditation practice and a mindfulness practice and breathwork practice. These all, all of these modalities and practices bring you into the present moment, okay, and make you more consciously aware. They cultivate conscious awareness. And when we are more consciously aware, we are more open to receive these signs and and feel the support that is always available to us. And it is a beautiful thing because, you know, I went through life for a period of time feeling like it was just me. <laughs> I'm doing this every move I make. Oh my gosh, another song. Every move I make, every something I break, every single day, every time I pray, I'll be missing you. Okay, why am I singing again? I'm so, so sorry. I apologize. I'm really sorry. I'm going to stop. Um, but now again, I don't even know what I was talking about. Um, okay, I'm going to pause here and go back and listen. Okay, I paused and I came back and I was talking about feeling unsupported. Not that I was walking around feeling like no one supports me, but I felt like I was in this life, you know, fight, fighting, fighting the battle for myself and that there wasn't any external supports available to me because I didn't believe in anything. And once you start to receive these signs, I can't explain the level of support I felt and how much my anxiety went down and my stress went went down and my fear subsided because I, I know I'm being taken care of. I've received way too many signs to think otherwise. And this is coming from someone who was highly skeptical, who didn't believe in anything. Trust me, I wasn't believing in anything until I hit my rock bottom, was at a very low moment and place in my life. And I started receiving these signs and it changed everything for me it changed the game hashtag game changer <laughs> i think i should just call this oh my gosh why don't i rename this to the game changer podcast what was i thinking game changer that's the new podcast name welcome to the game changer podcast i'm your host kate the changer of all games okay it's time for me to end this podcast now <laughs> but before we go just a reminder that you are supported. There is support all around you, available to you. Your angels are literally wanting to help, but they cannot help unless you ask for help. And you need to do that. And I think I'll have to do another podcast about that. But one way that they communicate with you and with me is through these numbers, okay? It's one of their ways to give us support, give us confirmation, 
give us guidance. So be open to these signs, but be sure that you are creating that space in your life where you can hear the guidance or you can see it. Okay. You are consciously aware of, of these signs around you. So as you're going about the rest of your day today and you happen to notice out of the corner of your eye, maybe it's a license plate, maybe it's on a billboard, maybe it's on a receipt in front of you, or you pick up your phone and you see some numbers staring back at you, some chronological, sequential numbers in order or repeating numbers, like just just get curious. Stop for a moment. Express gratitude. Thank you for this number. Thank you for this confirmation. And you can ask, like, what does this mean? I need more information. And be open to receive the guidance that will give you perhaps more details, more insight to what these numbers are trying to tell you. Because this information is available to you. This information can help you as long as you are open to receive it. So just be open. Be open to the possibilities. Uh, Before I go, I'd like to just remind people that if you would like a one-on-one session with me, you can book. I will put the links below for a one-on-one Akashic Reiki session, which includes energy healing and channeled guidance from the Akashic Records. There are so many questions that you can ask to give you more guidance, okay? If you are looking for that guidance and you are at the beginning of your journey and you're not hearing the guidance coming through and you need some support, I would love to I would love to support you in that way. Or you may have been on the spiritual path for a long time and you want a session from someone else to hear the guidance from someone else because I know from my own experience I tend to avoid getting guidance for myself. I do this, you know, every day for other people and it's my job and I love doing that. But for some reason, I hesitate to use my gifts to bring clarity to my own life. And I don't know if this is just a me thing or if other people in the spiritual world are like this as well. But I do have quite a few clients who come to me who are Reiki masters, who read the Akashic Records, but they get uh, guidance from me and support from me. And I do the same. I go to other uh, practitioners, other healers to support me because it's sometimes hard to do it for yourself. <laughs> it's it's nice to be able to go to someone else and to hear these things and to receive this guidance from someone else. So I have a wide variety of clients coming to me to receive that healing from the Reiki energy, but to also receive guidance and clarity. So you can sign up for these sessions below or through my link in bio on Instagram. All of my sessions are done virtually. Some of them are done without any technology, no Zoom link. You relax in the comfort of your your home. I do not need Zoom to connect with you energetically. I can connect with your frequency with or without seeing you. There are also Zoom options available if you prefer that. I am just finalizing dates for the next Reiki, Holy Fire Reiki level one and two training, which will be coming soon. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, that's about everything. So I hope everybody has an awesome weekend if you're listening to this Friday. And keep your eyes open. Let me know if you are seeing any angel numbers and what angel numbers you're seeing and what you think that means for for you. I would love to hear about it. You can find me in my DMs. You can email me. But yeah, let me know. So have a great rest of your day and look forward to connecting with you next week. Take care. (music) 